Tell me what is your favorite regular field trip in your homeschool and I'll tell you mine. <laughs> Actually, that's what this episode is about. We're going to be talking about why the library is one of our regular field trips and now has become literally one of our favorite regular field trips. And if you aren't utilizing your library to the fullest potential, I want to talk about how we are utilizing, yes, for books, but so much more. And I'm also going to talk about how you could tie in like all these other learning aspects, life skills into your library visit with your kiddos. And before we jump into that, I'm just so grateful for every person who reached out to me and connected with me on Instagram. It truly warms my heart. I have messaged you back because I love that connection. And it really means a lot because I know that this podcast is, you know, bringing value to y'all. So I'm just saying I'm very grateful for every connection that I have made and I'm truly grateful for you. And if you want to connect with me, the best place to do it is on Instagram at Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. All right, let's jump into this one. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to another episode. And full disclosure, you might hear Curious George in the background because I have my little hiding in one of the rooms right next to my recording room. But that is life, right? We got little kids with us. That's why if you're a homeschooling entrepreneur mama, you are here for all of it. And it's probably like literally white noise in your background too. But I just wanted to say you might hear a little curious Joe. We call him Jojo. Jojo popping up here and there in the background of my podcast. But today we're going to be jumping into why the library became not just a regular field trip for us, but a favorite of ours. And I wanted to give you a perspective on it, not just from like the obvious things like, wow, books, but so much more because I feel like we as parents, moms, homeschoolers, whatever you want to call it, kind of graze over it or forget about that or don't even like identify that this is actually happening when you go to the library. So first thing first, yes, I am calling it a field trip <laughs> because in Hawaii, we call it a huaka'i and I'm going to be very real. If I got to take my kids out of my house, which is technically out of their school and drive them somewhere else, that is a field trip because when you're at a regular traditional school, that's the same thing. You take the kids onto a bus and you drive them somewhere else. So I call it what it is. It is a field trip. And you should call it that too because when people go, well, what do you do for field trips? We go to field trips almost every other week to the library. Yes, we do. <laughs> but there's so much big things that are happening in our lives right now, especially with our finances. We are now allocating a lot of that to a lot of the big things that are happening, I had to relook at my homeschooling budget 
And most people think you have to spend money in order to do or have a field trip. And the truth is you do not. The library is such a great free filled trip. Yes. Insert that into your schedule somehow. It doesn't have to be every other week. It can definitely be every month, depending on what your local libraries, like uh, what do you call that? Barring rules are. Ours gives you like way more than enough time to come back and get new books. But we are kind of going about every other week because my kids love it so much. And I'm here for it, here for all of that. So kind of going back to our finances, when I had to relook at it and schedule some field trips through our school year, I didn't want to just say no, like, no, we can't do this. No, we can't do that. We have to save our money. And I just don't like saying that around money. It almost like flourishes into a scarcity mindset, which is what I do not want to flourish in. I do not want to be living in scarcity. I do not want to live in no, 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 no. I like to live in, okay, what is an option? How can we figure that out? Where is another route for that? And instead of going, okay, we can't have that. I say, let's figure out what we can do. And my kids love books. They love buying books. They love new books. And I love that about that. I love the fact that they are still so into books just as much as they're into their electronics. So I said, you know what? Instead of having to buy and spend money every single time on a new book, let me introduce you to the library. (laughs) So that's the first thing. That's what kind of led us to going back to the library much more regularly. And like I was saying in the beginning, the library is way more than books. Yes, you got books, books, books. And let's just talk about that real quick before we jump into what's more than books. The books that they have now in the library is not what I remembered when I went to school. And yes, I went to school more than 20 years ago, but our library wasn't as exciting. I feel like they had some cool books, but I feel like nowadays, There are so much more like graphic novels, um, color, like way more interesting books than what we had when we grew up. And so my kids still find so much wonder, imagination in the books. And if you haven't really checked out your local library, go and check it out. And if there's a like another library that's just maybe a little bit further away, go check that one out too. We have visited, I think, a total of three or four in our area. All of them has their pros and cons, and we have our favorite that we go to. So definitely take time to check out what is in your area. Now let's go into more than books. (laughs) There's DVDs. I know some of you are like, but there's streaming. Why would I need a DVD? Let's be real. I refuse. (laughs) I refuse. This is one thing I say no to. I refuse to pay for like a gazillion different streaming accounts. I am not that mom that I will have Netflix, Disney, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Peacock, uh, HBO Max. I don't know what they all are. I'm trying to remember all the things that are on my my smart TV that's on the bottom and all the different options. No, I refuse to pay for all of those things because we do not watch that much TV in this house. We do not watch that much movies either. And I told my husband, like, no, we're not going to do that. We have Netflix because it's included (laughs) in our cell bill. And that's technically free. So I would take that. 
We have Prime because I am a subscriber of Amazon Prime. So it's included in that part. But outside of that, the only one we have been paying for, which I'm still on the fence of continuing to pay for, is Disney. So needless to say, my kids have found (laughs) many movies that we haven't watched yet because they'll go and look for it on whatever streaming that we have, streaming services. And they're like, mom, I want to watch this. And I'm like, no, you got to pay for it. Sorry, watch a different movie. So that's one of the biggest things they love about it. There are DVDs of movies that we haven't watched it. And no, we don't really include that part in technically homeschooling because the DVDs they choose is not really like educational. But what it does turn into is a free at home family night. And that is still super valuable to our family. So that's one. If you feel the same way with me, mamas, then go check out their DVD section. <laughs> Number two, they have audiobooks. Yes, they're in CDs. So if you have like um, a gaming station, like PlayStation or something like that, you can play the audiobooks on there. But I'm going to be honest, I canceled my Audible. <laughs> yes, I did. I canceled my Audible. Yeah, I have Amazon Prime, but I, I had to cut some expenses. And I said, okay, what can I cut? What can I live without for a bit? And it was my Audible. And so my kids, they love audiobooks. We still listen to a lot of free books and things like that. But if they wanted new ones, they have that at the library. And they have a ton of them. A ton of different ones. Such a great selection. I think that's the part that scares people off. They're like, great, they have Audible books. But guys, these audio, I think I should call them audio books. These audio books, there are like the full season the full like set of books, whatever you want to call it. And my son was just going for it because he loves the Harry Potter audiobooks. And he's like, Mom, can I I want to listen to different ones? So we were exploring other ones there at the library that you can borrow too. So super cool. Now, if you're like, well, I kind of don't want to go in, that is fine. In our area, the library also offers a ton of online resources. From online books to online audio books to online whatever else, like resources, literal resources, references, all those things from your computer, from an app, basically, not your computer, your phone, your computer, an app, whatever you want to call that. Our app is called Libby. And there's just, it's just like a whole nother library online at your fingertips. Have you even checked your library out? Does your library do that? Because if you yourself likes books, like me, that is a resource that I feel like many people do not utilize. So check that out for your library. The other thing that I want to mention that's way more than books is the events. Our library has tons of events. If you just go online and you look at the website, it's event after event after event. They have story and play times for littles. They have youth activities. They have online workshops that you can log into where they bring in an expert and talk about certain things. We have actually done all of the above. We've done the story times. We've done some youth activities. But the ones my kids really enjoyed, we would log in during the whatever day. It was usually like midday to mid early afternoon of their workshops. And we actually watched a couple. I remember the one that they really loved was a workshop about bald eagles. Yes, they had a full about 
hour workshop all about bald eagles. They had an expert come on. He had a cool presentation with videos and all these things about the bald eagles in our area, how they nest, like the safety of it, like how close to get to them and all the things. My kids love that. It was very interactive because you got to ask questions here and there. Super cool. The other thing that they do online, it's not, I don't call it workshop, it's games and or trivia. That's what it's called. We have participated in that too, where you can come on and they have like a theme for the night and you can participate in a game of trivia and they give prizes. Like super cool. Our library does that. Does your library do that too? Have you even checked it out? Go and check out to see if they did that. So those are the more than books things that I highly suggest you look more into because so much resources, more than just books. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with is something that, like I said in the beginning, you really don't notice, you're probably not aware of, but it's already happening if you're taking your kids to the library. And these are the things that I took note of and I really let my kids know, like, this is what you're learning about. This is how it's going to be utilized in your life and why it's so important. So here, here it is. Basically, if you are taking your kids to the library, teach them independence by allowing them to do a lot of the things that you probably would have done as the parent or the adult. For example, our library offers um, self-checkout and self-check-in for your items. So I make my kids do that. I'm like, okay, we need to check all these books out. Let's read the instructions. Yes, it does take longer. But what you're doing is you are teaching your kids how to be independent in this activity and also teaching them responsibility. Just think about yourself. When you learn something new, you're not speeding through it right off the bat either. You are kind of taking your time, trying to understand it all, trying to go through the process, learn the process, and then that way you can apply the process. Same thing with your kids. You are doing all of that with them at the library just by checking books out on your own. So for us, I remember showing my kids, okay, this is what you have to do. You have to scan the barcode. You have to make sure it says this, blah, blah, blah. You have to click this button, da, 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 da. And I had my oldest, you know, taught him first because I know he can catch on pretty quickly. My other two, I had them like scan my other, the next two in line. My two babies, eventually, like I remember my baby was just getting kind of out of hand. He was getting tired. I had my four-year-old help a little and then by the time when the baby was getting kind of out of hand I put my (laughs) one of my two middles in charge of him to kind of like keep him occupied while we finish the rest but in that time when I was teaching them how to check out books they also learned how to troubleshoot because there was one point where the computer didn't want to scan what we were scanning and they're like mom it's not working it's not scanning how do we check this out I was like well there's another option to enter in the barcode let's enter that in so you, now you're teaching them how to troubleshoot. Now you're teaching them how to kind of figure things out. Such a valuable skill in life. So same thing with checking items in. We can do a self-check-in. Read the instructions. This is what you do. Hey, make sure you do one at a time. Make sure you, you have to wait till the light turns green. I, I remember that. Like the light is not green yet. You got to keep. You got to do this. And they were all in it. I remember they were just like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, yeah, this is what you need to learn to be independent, to know responsibility. And speaking of responsibility, 
That is what you are teaching them when they're taking these books home. I remember we had a great conversation about this is not your books. You don't treat them like horribly. We treat them with care. We treat them with respect. When you're done with them, we put them here. We do not lose them. And that's another thing that is incorporated in the library because most of them don't know. Like usually when you buy something for your kids, they just treat it however they want. But now you're teaching them like, hey, this is not ours. We do not own this. We can now talk about renting or leasing or borrowing things from friends and family and how to really care for that. That is a learning aspect of the library. So that was another conversation we've had based on the library. And then the last one is the library can definitely teach your kids communication. When we first went in there, I had to ask questions because I haven't been there for a while and I wasn't sure if my library card was active. And I had to tell them, mama has to go ask these questions. I want you to listen to how mom and the lady talks. And that way I want you to be able to talk to them too. So we talked, they asked their own question here and there, like how long can we rent it out for? You know, what does it mean to borrow? Like they asked the lady all these questions. She was so good and patient to answer their questions. And then my oldest was like, can I have my own library card? And she's like, as long as your mom feels that you are um, responsible enough, that's what she said, responsible enough to have, um, to take care of the books that you borrow, um, definitely you can have your own. But also your mom would be responsible for the bill. That's what she basically said. And he's like, what does that mean? I was like, that means my name would be the one who would have to pay for you if you lose a book or whatever. I go, but in our house, <laughs> even though my name is on that paper, I, I had to remind my oldest, I was like, in our house, you still got to pay for it. He's like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, that's communication. That's teaching them understanding and being able to know responsibility, um, know what happens if something goes wrong and if you're not taking care and what the consequences are and all those things. And that is great life lessons that the library also offers that we probably just don't even think about. So whether you are going or haven't started going to the library, I hope these are things you are now aware of and can start being more intentional when you are talking with your kids, um, when you're going to the library or when you're talking to them about um, what kind of conversations to have when you're there questions to ask and all of the above like all of those things would definitely provide such great life skills for your kids I know you guys are like wow she's super excited about the library yes I am free such good things in there for your kiddos and for yourself like let's just be real if you like to read then hello such a great place and then it teaches more than just books, guys. So much more. You can tap into all of that. All right. My background is getting kind of loud. So I'm going to tap out of this episode and I'll definitely see you on the next one. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, 
bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.